Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. This is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us through every day. Learning to fill up on him so that we can pour out to all the people around us. And all to bring him more glory. I'm so glad you're here. And let's dig in. So we're continuing the When Motherhood Feels Like a Wilderness series. Today we're going to chat about questions. Have you ever asked yourself, what is the point of being a mom? I became a mom, you know, a long time ago. Yet up to a couple years ago, I find myself spending a lot of time muttering, what's the point under my breath? It was really a question that came from deep inside my groaning, weary, tired, grumpy heart. I'd say, what's the point as I looked at all the laundry? What's the point as I make another meal? What's the point as I clean up a vomit in the middle of the night? What's the point as I discuss another heart issue with my tender-hearted girls? Short answer, of course, is because I'm the mom. But I knew there just had to be more to it than this. And I wonder if you've ever questioned your purpose as a mom, too. Do you ever wonder, what's the point of all this stuff I could do? Sometimes I could see my purpose, And I could tell you what my purpose is, but my heart still just didn't get it. It was like, my mind got it, I could repeat it, but inside my heart, I didn't didn't understand. And like I said, the Moses stories helped me transform my motherhood. First, I listed off all the things I muttered, what's the point about? Then I dug into Moses' story, and I found out there was times where he could have muttered the same thing under his voice. And some of the same, some of the things were the same issues, which was interesting. And I found practical tips that I could use to help in my own life to combat the what's the point questions. So some of the things that I came up with was like, what's the point? I'm always such a mess. What's the point? They aren't even listening to me. What's the point? I'm just so tired. What's the point? They're always complaining. What's the point? All I ever do is settle fights. What's the point? I'm always telling them what to do. What's the point? It's always such a mess around here. In each one of these, I found a point in time in Moses' life where he could have said the same thing. And so watching how he like reacted to the situations that would make him want to say, what's the point? It's always such a mess around here. Like, I learned a lot. And there are so many what's the point questions that I that I ask myself. What's the point? They're going to just move out. Like, what's the point of investing all our time when all our kids are going to do is move out of the house? What's the point? They just keep asking for things. They're always whining. They're always complaining. You know, just like all those questions. And I wonder if you wonder the same thing. Of course, we can't go into all those questions, though I could probably geek out and talk about them for a long time. But I just chose out one to focus on today. And that was, um, what's the point? I'm never going to make it. When we stare fear in the face. Now, we're all faced with fear in our motherhood. And at some point, Our child gets deathly ill, finances get tough, or tragedy happens. 
And sometimes I just think, wow, I'm never going to make it. And Moses, we all know the story, but Moses had to face fear at the Red Sea. The Egyptians were behind him, and the impassable Red Sea was before him. And dig into and look at his responses to this huge fear. Um, we realize it when facing a fear, it's really a place where we can stop back, step back, and give God lots of glory. So, in in today's podcast, I'm going to share six tips that I found inside the story of Moses to keep in mind when we're facing one of these Red Sea fears. So. I'm actually going to read a little bit from my book. The truth of my situation was sinking into me. As I looked around to the facts of my life, it just looked bleaker and bleaker. Feelings of guilt and then fear washed over me. The gal doing the new online school had just admitted she wasn't really learning anything. She had mentioned words like, when I do the questions, I just keep trying answers till I get the right one. I don't always read it. I just don't feel like I'm learning anything. What I was trying to do for this child was not working. We got more and more behind. There was really no learning going on other than how to cheat Ugh. and how to get out of work. Ugh. Bad attitudes, not listening, yelling, fighting, hitting, no routine. And as I looked around and realized how big of a mess we were in, I wondered why we had gotten this far behind. Then fear. Fear struck me. Fear that I would fail. And I didn't want to fail. I wanted to prove that I could do this. I don't give up very easily, especially when my husband doesn't think I can pull it off. Or especially when I know certain people are watching. And especially when I want to keep homeschooling. But this was too much to bear. I didn't know if I'd make it. I was sure staring feel failure in the face. Sometimes I've stared fake failure in the face. You know, the kind that Satan tells you he tries to lie to you and say you're failing just to get you down. But this was different. This was the real deal. God was standing in front of me, showing me all my failures. It was all out in the open, and I didn't know how I could ever go on. The Israelites and Moses met a huge fear after their great exodus from Egypt. This fear was legit. I mean, who wouldn't have been fretted, fretting? The great Egyptian army was coming behind them. The Red Sea was coming before them. They hadn't had much time to get used to this whole God will provide for you thing. And already they are facing this huge fear. We read the words. They were terrified and they cried out to the Lord. And then they complained to Moses. They maybe had been better off continuing crying out to the Lord rather than turning their, to their leader with complaints and whining. But anyways, they did it. Was this because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us out here in the desert to die? They said. What have you done to bring us out here? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Those were all the things they were saying when they complained. Oof. How many times when things get tough do we look back at our old position in life and say, it would have been better to stay single? It would have been better to not have kids when the times get tough. But Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you'll never see again. The Lord will fight for you. 
You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Then God told Moses the whole point to this dramatic Red Sea exodus. All of it, the plagues that they had experienced in Egypt, the Red Sea fear, the point behind it all was so that God could be glorified. And so that the Egyptians would know that God was the Lord. Now I wonder, are you facing a real fear? Like the real deal? Like, not just say and trying to distract you and get you down, but the real deal. Is there a Red Sea in front of you and an army behind you? God gave Moses some specific promises at the Red Sea. First, he said, do not be afraid. And Moses re- relate it to the people. We have to realize where the fear is coming from, whether it's the real deal like Egyptians or the fear of failing homeschooling your kids, or if it's a fear that Satan's placed in your heart, a lie from the devil. So so what big Red Sea fear are you facing today? If it's, of course, if it's a lie from Satan, just throw it out. But if it's a real fear, if it's what kind of Egyptians are chasing after you today? What's your real fear? Something with your husband's business or it's fear for your kids' health or what we need to do is identify it. We have to like sit down and think about like, what am I really afraid of happening? Of course, for me, I was afraid of failing homeschooling and um, I don't like to fail. <laughs> so many different things it could be that's that's huge and big in your life right now, then we have to take that to Jesus. And we have to stand there long enough for him to remind us, don't be afraid. The second thing that Moses said at the Red Sea, a message from God, was stand firm. We have to stand firm. When we see fears, when, when, when we see big things in front of us, we have to stay firm. We have to stay in the Bible. We have to stay in the spots that are working. We can't let our guard down. We can't give one inch to Satan. Don't wave your flag of surrender to him at all. We have to stand firm. So what are some things you do in order to stand firm? Pray, read the Bible, maybe go to the Bible studies, go out with friends, share what this big, huge fear is, go through counseling, write it down, journal, read good books. We have to stand firm. We can't stop doing what's working. The third thing is Moses said, and again, a message from God. Moses said, God will fight for you. He will deliver you. We have to believe this. We have to live like we believe this. We have to believe that we will see deliverance. It might not come how we think it's going to come. It might not be a physical deliverance, but maybe just a freedom, maybe just a peace in our hearts that knowing that this isn't going to destroy us. So we will see the deliverance of the Lord. We must believe that God is able to deliver us. So one thing I like to do is write a verse that God's shown me that that he's with us, that he's going to deliver us. The next thing that Moses said was, the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. 
Now, we know, how, we know the story, we know the Red Sea story, how all the Egyptians, they did end up dying in that Red Sea. The Israelites went across the Red Sea, and they got across safely on dry land, and then the sea engulfed the Egyptians. So this was very true. Of course, at this point when Moses was saying it, he didn't know how true it would be. I mean, he believed it, but he didn't know how it would happen, how they would never see them again. But I think this really relates to our, to our life, too. The, the fears we face today, we're really never going to see again in that same way. Um, there are things that we never want to see again. We have doubts, but they aren't going to look exactly the same. The enemy isn't going to look the same every time. So write down the details. Write down what, what is going through your mind right now. And you'll have it to look back on and use it as an Ebenezer, just like the Israelites did when they looked back and remembered the Red Sea. Satan's not going to attack us the same way a second time. It's going to always look a little bit different. So I think this, that we'll never see the same exact fear again is very applicable to us. The next thing is the Lord will fight for you. Again, the Lord, this this battle is the Lord's. We have to realize that he's the one fighting it. He's the only one that's going to get anywhere in this fight. You can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. The Lord will fight for us. It's his battle, and we can't do it ourselves. So just let God fight for you. Pray, Lord, I trust you to fight for me. Then the last thing that Moses said to the Israelites, uh, again, a message from God that Moses said to the Israelites is, you need only to be still. I think this one is huge. Be still. I mean, the greatest tendency is to keep doing. Fill sandbags, dig a trench, load our guns, do the for us moms, it's do the dishes, start start reading therapy, order new curriculum, declutter, you know, anything just to be doing something. Because surely there's something we can do that will help us get out of this huge fear. But God really wants us to take moments to just be still. What is his voice actually saying? We need to be still to hear that. Commit to spend time with God. And get quiet. We don't need to search the web for the perfect solution to our problem or try and find the diagnosis or try and find what worked for other people. No, let's go search his heart for answers. I went through this above that that story I told at the beginning when I was facing this real huge fear in my homeschool, fear that I was failing. I actually did it right this time. Um, I got still. And that's that's the biggest thing I did. I just got still. I heard his word saying that I was not being faithful with my time. I wasn't being faithful with my resources. I wasn't being faithful in my calling as a mom. And there was another statement that God said to me, and I didn't know it matched what God had said to Moses. Kind of a different wording, but the meaning was the same. As I was crying over that that day that I realized how much I was failing and looking at this huge fear, um, 
and that was the, the same the same thing that came to me is that and we can have tears but eventually I believe he'll whisper sweet girl why are you still crying move on this Red Sea this problem this fear that you're facing is for my glory so today I hope that you can take a step back that you can remind yourself of these things remind yourself don't be afraid remind yourself to stand firm I heard I heard God whispering like why are you crying out to me why are you crying out move on this time in your life is for my glory I'd see before you why are you crying out to me move on that's, that's what God told Moses that's what God told the Israelites he said why are you crying out to me why are you crying for days and days about this huge fear that's staring you in the face with the Egyptians behind you and the this time in your life is for my glory remind yourself that the fear you see today you'll never see again in quite the same way and you'll have fear again but you'll also have this memory this ebenezer of god helping you through it remember the lord will fight for you and then you need only to be still be still get quiet with god and then last of all move on because this time in your life is for God's Hey that's it for this week I hope you enjoyed it be sure to go to my website at learninglittlelessons.com and subscribe so that you don't miss a thing